Welcome to episode 109 of Two Piece Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is sounding great. Ooh, we're both sounding good, and I think we have a really good show today, actually. Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought just the audio quality alone would just push this one over the edge, but I think the content itself is going to be outstanding. Not to, we, let's not build it up and hype it too I, much. I know, I know, but we were both talking beforehand that we both have two very good Black Doom Awards, so I'm, yes. I'm looking forward to that especially. But we even were thinking about having another webcomic creator artist on the show to interview with for a little bit. And Tim was like, you know what? Let's hold him off because we got a lot to talk about this show. And I'm like, oh, we we, we do? Okay. So I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't want to shortchange our, our interview, so I, I felt like We'll do that soon, but uh, for the time being. Quick update regarding last week's episode of To Be Start Live. You and I got into talking about some of the uh, driving laws about California and Oregon, and I, and I would like to clean the slate with a little bit of more updated information. Okay. Eddie Hargraves from The Lame Show pointed out that texting actually also banned in California, so what he was saying was that's no longer true right right so, right. so it's good it's yeah. good to know that they're being a little more consistent as ridiculous as the law still is in my opinion yes but. and and the other thing is that uh in oregon it is legal to wear two headphones in your ears and listen to music while you drive really oh, okay so yep. california doesn't allow you to do that but uh yep so if i'm you know listening to music while driving with headphones that's okay but if i'm parked without a seatbelt on that is very dangerous <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> But but now okay so you also can't talk on the phone though right 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 but how would yeah. they know if you're listening well, to music or talking on the phone well you can talk on the phone as long as you don't have to touch the phone with your hands oh so you can yeah you can do the ear thing yeah but again okay. I would need to hold the little button on my headphones to get it going you know mm-hmm. is that okay no, no. is it okay don't if I touch that for half see a second you when you do that <laughs> I'll be like well, hey officer I was just changing the song yeah, oh yeah, exactly. okay that's <laughs> that's all good then. <laughs> just as long as you weren't making a phone call at that <laughs> moment with your hand everything else though is good uh, all right so well tim uh, what do you got in store for us because we could talk about some I, I mean i've been playing a bunch of games lately and i really haven't been talking about any of it and i thought maybe we could go over a couple things we've been playing and whether or not we liked it or recommended it or whatever yeah why don't we do that sure uh first up i uh, played dj hero quite extensively on the 360 really okay and yeah and I, I played through all the songs and beat pretty much all of them on hard with a five-star rating and uh, i really enjoyed my time with that i thought it was uh, a lot of fun and i think the the reason that game was so successful to me was that i wasn't playing uh, pre-recorded songs that I already knew. Mm. That, that's that been my main problem with music games. You know, like, Samba de Amigo did it right, where it only has, like, a good minute and a half to mm. it. You know, yeah. it's just a, it's just a nice arcade chunk to it that you play, and it's great. But with these music games, it's like, they just put the track right on. So you'll play, like, the same ending chorus, like, 18 times, because, well, that's what the song is. It's like, I know, but that's not fun. It seemed like every Guitar Hero song I played was, like, five-plus minutes. I'm like, yes. can you give me the radio edit? Because I don't want to be yeah, standing seriously. here forever. You, know, you don't want to mess with the songs themselves, but you can take out four of the eight choruses <laughs> right. at the end, and I think it'll be just fine. You know. Yeah. So that's what's really nice about DJ Heroes. It's not these songs you already know distinctly, 
it's two songs you already know mixed together into a sweet little DJ mix. From what I saw, it looked like it was much more difficult than Guitar Hero. Is that true, or is it just very different? The, the most intense mode got a little weird to me, but overall, I thought the difficulty of it was just fine. It's a good. In fact, I would say the first three difficulties are just way too easy. I can't imagine mm. the first two even needing to exist. Because um, a lot of my friends would try it, and they would start on an easy mode, and they'd be like, so I'm pressing one button every 10 seconds. Does this get any harder? <laughs> You know, I'm like, yeah, you know, try different difficulty. Well, you know, I did want to clarify a couple things. Yeah, so many errors from the last show. What's I know. Going on? That was a worst show in the world. <laughs> Get out. No, I'm just kidding. But um, the the main the main issue I have with Spirit Tracks is the graphics. <laughs> so if that was your biggest problem, why didn't you bring it up? You know, that's a good point. I didn't have my <laughs> thoughts really well put together, but. What I was going to say last week is like, okay, we really need our DS2 now, you know, because it's to the point where this just doesn't cut it in 2010, you know. And it was kind of announced that they're, you know, they're to the DS2, whenever it does come out, is, is you know, going to have far superior graphics than the DS, you know, and this and that. So You mean it's not going to have worse graphics? Yeah, I was hoping yeah, exactly. for that press release. Or just two DSs duct taped together <laughs> sort of thing, you know. Right. But, uh, Quad screen. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely showing its its age. But that that's definitely recommended. I'm not. I got a nitpick because that's what Black Doom Awards are and all that. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it's certainly enjoyable. So it, it may be surprising, but we're actually very positive people. Just yeah, FYI. I know. I almost hate doing that, but uh, anyhow. Uh, yeah, and uh, let's see. The other thing I just popped in uh, yesterday was Bayonetta for the 360. Oh, okay. Um, and it's pretty ridiculous. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I'm having cool. a lot of fun because it's just so crazy insane with kind of originality and just weird stuff going on where, you know, I'm fighting an enemy and my hair transports through a portal into a giant uh, stiletto heel and kicks someone in the face, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I mean, if that gets that you interested... on the cover. I mean, that's, the, you know, on the back cover, like... I mean, Ray Hargrave says, <laughs> I just teleported my hair into a stiletto to kick an enemy. Like, I mean, that would just sell the game really well. I, you know? I mean, that's part of its charm. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. very strange and different. And it kind of has this feeling of like, there's the Sega I know and love. Yeah, so I kind of it's I, nice it, to know that, that, you know, we maybe haven't lost all hope in, in right. Sega in general. Maybe and Sonic so Team. But yeah. And so that's why when the reviews started coming out with like 9.5s and stuff, oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I need to support Sega on this. Like, if I want to keep Sega going with stuff I want them to make, then I better buy a game like this to show. But you know what the problem is, is, is this is a new franchise. They have to make it good, you know? <laughs> so Bayonetta 2 and 3 are just going to be awful. And they're uh, going to add all these sidekicks. Right. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so well you can go ahead and open that secret email i sent you and Ooh, that, okay okay hold give on give you a hint as to what i'm what else i'm doing these days oh no oh no really this is uh this is exciting you have a picture here of a playstation 3 in your home Dead console center, right, right in the middle between my 360 and my we with about a zillion a accessories just kind of tucked in the corner. Like, I don't know what the heck to do you, with these things. No, it's so. not the corner. It's just that main shelf. It's just yeah. filled with... Uh, That's yeah. a Wii accessory shelf. Yeah, Very exactly. cool. Wow. But yes, I do have a PlayStation 3 now. Was this a gift from Sarah? No, there's a good story I was say, behind it. Did she it. hit her head or something? I, you know? I was able to get it because it was free. So, oh, wow! That's the only they're way just, I was. It was <laughs> never going to happen unless it was free. They're and just so, giving these things away now, right? <laughs> no, <sighs> I found a website not particularly well put together, and it was a little shady. But 
It was like a chain of little game stores in North Carolina, and they were doing trade-ins on their website. And I happened to have bought a bunch of old NES and SNES cartridges for like a buck a pop at some garage sales back in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I get I got about four hundred dollars worth of credit for this this place. But I'm like, I'm so I'm thinking he's not going to honor it because he's just not updating his website. I don't know, you know. I'm like, what the heck? I'm just gonna do it. I, I really haven't lost four hundred bucks if he, if he just steals my stuff. It's it's maybe fifty bucks, you know. Okay. So I I trade it in. I cross my fingers and I get an email saying, "Hey, you have this much credit." I'm like, sweet. Nice. This is awesome. So I I place my order like November fifteenth, and I don't hear anything for like a long time. And I'm and so I'm starting to get a little worried. I'm starting to call the place in December. There's, there's all these temporary workers working there. They're like, oh, he, the, the guy that owns a place, he only comes on these days. And then I'd call on those days. Oh, he's not here right now. And it was getting me really concerned. So I'm like, I don't know. And so I start reaming into these <laughs> temp employees. I'm like, look, have him call me back <laughs> or tell me exactly when he's going to be there because I need to talk to this guy. He's, he's got my PlayStation 3 and he's not shipping it. And so it, it got so bad that I called and some girl answered the phone. And I'm like, hey, is so-and-so here? And she's like, oh, yeah, well, who, can I ask who's calling? I'm like, Tim Harding. Talks to somebody in the background, and then she comes back. She's like, oh, he's not taking calls today. Uh, we call back tomorrow. I'm like, you're, you know, your other employees said he's not around tomorrow. He's like, oh, he'll, he'll be here tomorrow. He'll be here tomorrow. And so I call back the next day. Oh, he's not here. Right. So I'm like, this is, this is getting bad, you know? <laughs> so I, I, I had to come to the point where I told the kid that was working that, that particular day, I'm like, look, just tell him this is going to the next level if he doesn't get back to me, you know. I, wow. I, and so I'm. Ha- it was worth the time because it was free, you know. Did you just watch a movie and then put it away? So here, here's the thing. The first night I had it, I spent pretty much the whole night updating and downloading and patching and this and that. And <sighs> here's what I don't like about the downloadable games, okay? You download it, and then you click on it, and then you install it. Wow. Which I don't understand that. So I installed it, and then the install icon didn't go away. I'm like, well, then it must not have installed right. So I had to mm. redo it and whatever. Mm-hmm. But on some of the games, I would download it, then I would install it, and then I would launch it, and it would need to download a patch. There was a newer version of the game I just Gosh. downloaded. I'm See, like, this is... Uh... You can't even patch the games that you're selling me on the fly, you know? <laughs> it's not like it's a disc, right? Just right, put right. a different file up right. on your store. And that's what I hated. Like, I recently picked up a Blu-ray player myself, actually. Oh, great. When I open up the box, first thing I see is a big piece of paper that says, how to keep up-to-date firmware with this Blu-ray right. player. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> up-to-date firmware? Like, this thing connects to the internet? Like, that was what I hated. I went to the store, and I'm like, show me what Blu-ray players you have and which ones you recommend. I'm like, well, this one can play YouTube videos, and you can put an SD card into it. And, and he's going just like off this long, long list of everything besides it plays blu-ray discs you right, know or right, how right. well they play or how quickly it loads and i'm like dude if i want to watch I youtube have, videos I, have, I don't need a I blu-ray have player enough <laughs> peripherals showing me youtube videos right now like i don't need one more like come on just uh, like ah oh, it's crazy yeah i mean i actually i love the menu system on the the playstation it's far superior to the 360, which mm. oh yeah, is such a I mess. I, oh yeah, I, dude. Hate, I can't find anything. I I have gone over this so many times with friends. Like, oh man, you know, <laughs> there's there's like what seven different 
menu systems, right? I mean, there's and just four seven of them menus. Are like four of them are all <laughs> internet based. You know, they're all like right. like commercials, basically. Yeah. So really, oh, yeah. I only use like two of the menus. The rest are all commercials. And the way it's like, okay, you have seven things and you move up and down between them, you know, but you only see like three of those at a time. And you don't yes, see the yeah. one that you're on and the next one below and the next one above. It's the one you're on and the two above it. So if I right. go down, I have no idea what the next one is. <laughs> I'm like, so then I'll go down. I'll be like cruising through until I like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. There it is. Go back up. You know, like, come on. Honestly, like, honestly, I missed the old menu system on the on the 360 ooh. because even though it wasted a lot of space or whatever, there was just five blades, right? Yeah, yeah. You knew and exactly you knew, where the, and they the were next one would be. And they were all showing the whole yeah. time. And they were color-coded, too. So you got used to which ones are you know, yeah. certain areas. Absolutely. And yeah, and I, have so, big, I have big problems with that. Hey, the Wii menu is far, far superior to that, though, <laughs> right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> which, again, I still <sighs> cannot believe, because like, I finally got uh, the, the Wii updated so where you can like use SD cards to play oh, your right. games, right? Yeah. And like I have, I've been playing like BitTrip, Beat, Core, and Void, right? So... Mm-hmm. I move those over and I click on the game and I and I try to play it and it's like sorry you know like it only plays if you have a save file you can't load the save file if you're playing a game from the SD card so in order to play this game in order to play any game that uses any kind of any kind of a save file you need to move it to your Wii's main system menu what? Yes. So I'm like, oh, so this is useless then. <laughs> like, yeah, what's the point? It's just the, like a temporary like, so storage only, area. Right. So it's like, so I can play like the original Super Mario Brothers, right? I can play it off that, but I can't load up like my last played position because that involves a save file. Wow. So yeah. like only the games that like absolutely do not need a which like is a, none right which is none of them oh, right <laughs> God, how do they do what? Uh. <laughs> so crazy i just can't believe it but you know one of the one of the reasons i bought that blu-ray player was because cloudy with a chance of meatballs came out on dvd wow that's Um, that's that's big commitment there well i mean it's this thing where i've been getting a few dvds that are like combo blu-ray and dvd Mm. and digital download so i'm like oh sweet like i can have cloudy on my computer oh wait the digital download only applies to psps oh thanks sony oh really yes can you believe that but uh but you just had a chance to see cloudy correct well i told i told you to cool it because if you hyped it too much (laughs) i was gonna hate it because it couldn't (laughs) possibly meet your but Honestly, it was an outstanding film. It's just good, pure, funny stuff. Like, it's not like, oh, no, you didn't. You know, it's not this, oh, it's a cultural reference. Isn't that funny? Like, there was maybe one cultural reference, which was like the lolcat like YouTube video right. thing, which was <laughs> which actually is hilarious. Because then which she's like, hilarious. I can't believe I've been watching this for five hours or whatever she says. It's like, oh, that's great. What she said was great. Not necessarily, oh, yes. look, isn't it and, funny and that's a cat? So many of the reasons that movie's funny is not because of what they say, but how they say it and the way that they're animated when they say it. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, I've never been in a snowball fight to, before, you know, like, is there like a point <laughs> system to this or is it just... To the death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And like, I will say, I will say right now, that snowball scene, the snowball fight itself is so funny. It's so... It just keeps clocking everybody. It's so unbelievably funny. And that's one of the rare occurrences where I'm like, this movie is golden because if I were to see that scene written in a script, I would go, how is this supposed to be funny? What does this have anything to do with the story? How does this do any kind of character building of any sort? 
cut this. But when I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so funny, and I don't know why. Like, it's just hilarious. <laughs> just, it, like, it is so well executed oh, in absolutely. almost every way. Yeah, it's like this violent video game all of a sudden. And you're like, this is great. I have to say, I I don't think that I've seen a CG movie that's done humans as well as Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, wow. style-wise. Wow. P- to me, Pixar has never really nailed the style of people. Um, I can, it, I can agree with that. The exception might be Incredibles. The style yeah. was yes. good. But I look yeah. at like Toy Story. The people look awful. They, they still, yeah. When you go back, they don't hold up. And that's the thing is they, they were trying to go for a certain kind of realism to how they looked. You know, I yes. mean, that was one of the things with the second Toy Story with the with the the collector guy eating Cheetos right. on his chair. Like they, I remember seeing a documentary of sorts where they talked about like how many imperfections they added to his face, you know, to mm. make him look more human. But when you watch it now, you're like, oh, he doesn't look as good. He looks a little outdated, which is why the premise of Toy Story was so good is because you're dealing with objects that play with the world of CG just fine because toys right. are very yeah. clean and, and perfect looking themselves. And I think that's kind of what you want to do with mediums of any kind is you want to play to the strengths of the medium that you're working with. Not and try Cloudy to impose. did that great. You Absolutely. Know? I, mean, I, I would not be sad at all if it won Best Animated Picture. I mean, that's oh yeah. I, by all I, means, I would be all for that. Now, it might lose to Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> but good point. <laughs> but. No, I I really do hope it beats uh, beats up. Because um, see, that's the thing is, people are like, is it better than Up? And of course, for you, it's yes. But I always tell in them in a different way. I always tell them it's much much funnier than Up. It but is, but it doesn't have the same kind of soul that Up has. Like Up is a much more emotional film. Like it's it does a much better job at that. And so they're like interesting. And then when they see it, they're like, that was so freaking funny. I'm like, right? <laughs> that's what I'm trying yeah. to tell everyone. It's well, hilarious. Now, to me, like I love all the Pixar movies, but I don't think I can't think of a Pixar movie that was anywhere close to being as funny as that. that. Funny, it's so consistently funny too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we've talked long enough about that. Uh, yeah, gush, we've gushed enough over oh, Cloudy. Man. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Cloud of the Chance of Meatballs, give, give it a shot. If, you know, not to raise its level of anticipation, you know, expectations I know are problems. So I'll just say this, which is what I said to you before you sat down to watch it, which is it's only the best movie you'll ever see. <laughs> I, I, I almost, I think I might say that. I might, I might say it's probably the best animated movie I've ever seen. All right. Well, uh, where do we go from Com- here? Comic talk. Let's <laughs> comic bring it back. Comic talk. This week we had The Harvest of Time. And Tim, I have no idea what you thought about this strip, by the way. Yeah, I know. That's, we that's, haven't talked at all. That's uh, good. And, and I kind of made this argument with you before on a different comic, with the Tiger Woods one, actually. And mm. so we can argue about this again, perhaps. But <clears throat> I'm like, people might interpret this as Jack is, up, is going to be upset because Toon Link cut all his grass, you know? And, and that was meant for harvesting, not for Toon Link to come sweeping in. Or you could interpret it as he's spending all his time planting that for the purpose of Toon Link cutting it down. You know, it's like, oh, I have to prepare it because he's going to be here soon. You know, he looks at his watch. All right, mm-hmm. it's time. It's, it's all ready to go. And the thing is, both ways are funny. They're both funny comics to me. Um, one is kind of the true correct way, but there's, you know, just is still its own humor. So I have no problem with someone reading the comic and being like, I don't know if this is what they're going for, but that's funny. You mm. know, that's funny to me right. and their own interpretation. So really you can have it split both ways and, and leave everyone happy in the process. So wa- I think the watch did throw people as mm. far as it seemed like he was waiting for <laughs> Link to show up kind of thing. You right, know? right. Individually, the panels I think are great, you know? Okay. I think in in general, you're it would be hard for me to f- replace you. 
I, I, I wouldn't be satisfied with anybody else's work, basically. You know wow. what I'm saying? Thanks. That's Honestly, very, like, very, I, that's very I, nice I look of at you. most other comics, comics, I'm like, yeah, they, they, they work. They get the point across. But, you know, Ray does such nice work. You know what I mean? Wow. The only, the only area I think you could um, change or improve is it, with emotion. Yeah. You know what? The, I almost forgot about this. Let me show you an image of what I originally had Toon Link looking like. So that's probably maybe what you're looking more for, right? Yeah, I, I was almost thinking like there would just be this pure joy on his face. like mm, So happy to cut the, the grass. The contrast of him joyfully destroying the field versus the, the sweat and all the work you know, through all the different panels that Jack had to go through. <laughs> Uh, gives a different emphasis or, or maybe a stronger emphasis you know people that are actually harvest moon fans are like oh that's what jack would do anyway and he would feed it to the cows and it's right. like oh, <laughs> crap <laughs> you know yeah yeah like i didn't think of that either so yeah. it's not like any fault of yours <clears throat> yeah but, like uh, oh he's not using the right items i'm like dude i've never played a harvest a moon game so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry about that but i mean clearly it's not a failure because it looks no. like we're gonna win the joystick uh, yeah you know what i think we should do from now on hmm. is we should rate a comic success or failure we should put our stamp of uh, our, our final stamp on it. At the end of comic talk, we decide. Oh, I see what you're success saying. Success yeah, or yeah. failure? Yeah, I'd say this one is success. Success, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, perfect. For, uh, no, but success, yes. Hey, don't don't. No, we're not dealing with Ray four point five point five. Ray, Ray totally blew it this week, but it's still <laughs> well, because of the strength comic. of my joke. <laughs> <laughs> for every great comment comes great comments. This week's suggestion box was no different. My comment of the week goes to foes who in response to last week's podcast about uh, how I hate terrorism said, I love how Ray is reviewing terrorists the same way he reviews Sonic games. <laughs> Thank you. you I, well, you're, I think your friends have said the same thing in person. You start talking to them like it was a podcast or something. Like, yeah, I start. Here's using, the thing. Here's, yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> here's my take on it. Can I talk for a few minutes on this? I'll edit it out later. That's why yeah, I usually say that I'll, in person. <laughs> by the way, I have a real quick story about, about my newfound girlfriend, by the way. It's, oh, yeah, it's not, please. You know, it's not... <clears throat> I don't intend to have something about her every week or whatever. I was going to say, know? don't make that a regular I know, statement. but like every once in a while, certain things will happen. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I have to tell somebody about this. She was just telling me, you, you will find this unbelievable. <laughs> Uh-oh. I laughed so hard. She was like, you know, I first started liking you when, when we went out to such and such trip to Portland, like as a group or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, we're riding in the car and you're in, you're in the back of the car like talking about stuff. And I was like, what was I talking about? Like, you're talking about, about video games. Of I'm course. Like, really? What was I saying? <laughs> uh, it was about Smash Brothers. I'm like, what what was I saying about Smash Brothers? She's like, oh, just how good of a game it was. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a a normal thing for your in your day daily routine is talking about how great Smash Brothers is. I'm sure. Now a million women would have been turned off instantly by that, but as soon as you said this one little soul person is like, I think I'm starting to like Ray a little bit from my talk about Smash Brothers. I don't know if that's a red flag or not, but all I'm (laughs) saying is. Wow, man, that's 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 impressive. <laughs> now wh- wh- you must have been like comparing, you know, Smash Brothers to True Love or something. Uh, I guarantee something really romantic. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guarantee Ganondorf and Jigglypuff showed up in that conversation somehow. <laughs> well, maybe it's just that you're making an intelligent point. That's true. Like, hey, maybe, yeah, yeah. This guy knows what, right. he's, what he's what he's about. You know. Yeah, I and don't it's care funny. about Smash Brothers. But... <laughs> right. And so, like for example, someone on, I had posted on Twitter that my Space Invaders bed sheets are coming back in style because they're so old and yes uh, yes and somebody was like oh what it's you true yeah i know it's great it really is and and uh someone was like oh what does your girlfriend think about that 
you know? So I'm like, I'm just sitting there, like, you know, reading my tweets, and I turn to her like, hey, what do you think of my Space Invaders bed sheets? Like, they're hilarious. Why? I'm like, oh, some person on the internet wants to know what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> so she's getting Which used is, to that. But then it was like, Isn't you know, that kind of weird, though? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what I was like, so wait, ho hold on. Why would she know what my bed sheets look like? You know, like, okay, like, it, it's going to send the wrong impression, you know? Oh, yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. it's... Anyway, I'll edit. She's rolled around in me. Okay. <laughs> Hold. How dare you? How dare you? Have you have the edit key. So if that goes in the podcast, <laughs> it is not an edit key. I don't have an edit key. It's called. It's called it's like a button, right? Micromanaging. It's called taking out your terrible commentary. Yeah, I just drag it into iTunes. Do do do. Podcast finished. Thank you, microwave of the future. Isn't there like an interestometer? Like it. It like goes really green when we say something interesting, so you just keep it in there. <laughs> and then when I'm talking, it's like a red, you know? <laughs> the, it keeps dropping, red. yeah. <laughs> a worm said, hmm, good idea. I'm a little creeped out by the artwork on the face of the boy from Harvest Moon. And by a little creeped out, I mean really creeped out. Would not read again. <laughs> that was just funny to me. <laughs> well, how about a little bit of a Ricka Ricka a Remix. <laughs> With this segment, I mentioned a video game remix favorite of mine, Who Made It and Where You Can Grab It. This week, it's a remix of Final Fantasy VII by Fishy called Air Tam Break. Take a quick listen to the sample. And if you'd like to find this for yourself, just head back to the page you grabbed this episode of 2B Start Live from, or the link is right there for those of you listening to our M4A version of the show. And now it's time to rise from your grave. From your grave. Many 2P Start fans tend to lurk behind the shadows, hiding their faces by continually reading our comics, but never daring to leave a single comment. How dare they? So when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. Our first Grave Riser is Heavenly Spoon, who said, So I'm like, screw this. I'll stop listening to all the older podcasts for now and finally listen to the newest one, because I've been doing that for quite a while now, and it doesn't help that you guys keep making new ones. And I think I'll rise from the grave in a decent way to, just to criticize Tim's Black Doom. Seriously, Tim, second part of the rail map in Track Spirits. <laughs> Spirit Tracks. True. <laughs> Get that right, uh, second part of the real map beaten is nowhere near the end of the game. I too felt the game to be rather lacking at that point, but then you discover the Force Gems concept, which are still way too weird a concept. Better dungeons, more pretty awesome and original weapons, and so on, which really make up for it. There's some fun hidden dungeons to be found, as well as some very nice minigames. The dungeons truly beat Phantom Hourglasses, in my opinion, easily making it one of my favorite DS games. So yeah, you've beaten not even half the game, and you're criticizing it while only praising it a little? IGN much? Other uh, other than that, congrats on your Mac, Tim, and congrats on your new girlfriend, Ray. Take care. That's fine. Yeah, I screwed up last week, so apologies That's right. 
Another Our, correction from last week. <clears throat> Man. Okay. Our next uh, Grave Riser, Sparkles J Dog, says, So I thought this comic would be a good time to rise from my grave. Rise from your grave. I've been reading from the Hit and Miss comic back in August after seeing it in the Kotaku Sunday Comics article. I've gone through the whole comic archive and I'm still working through the podcast while I'm at work. Although it is problematic as I work in a library and I've been getting weird looks from my supervisors when I bust up laughing for no apparent reason. But yeah, I love the comics and podcasts and I look forward to more. <clears throat> Thanks for all the hard work. Thank you very much, Sparkles J Dog. And our final Grave Riser is the Lupine one. After so many weeks, I finally decided to rise from my grave. Rise from my grave. I've noticed a lot of people saying terrible things, but it doesn't matter if you just skip that part of the podcast. Of course, you don't do podcast talks, so not many people may know what I'm talking about. Keep up the good work, and here's hoping you be kind to Devin without letting him take over. Hmm. It's a battle every day. And now, I think it's time for the dreaded Black Doom Award. Whoa. All right, each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the most atrocious character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. hate that guy. This is in relation to the Project Needle Mouse trailer from Sonic Team. Is there a new one? No, but here's what's great about it. (laughs) Uh It's like looking at it in a whole new light. Project Needle Mouse is the trailer for the upcoming 2D Sonic game for 2010. Uh... Highly speculated. It was a trailer that gave us very little information. It was mostly just text and uh, kind of Sonic jumping around on things. Mm-hmm. Get this. The trailer's developer, Integrated Alchemy, uh, had posted the video on, on Vimeo. And they had this to say underneath the trailer. Quote, Sega came to Integrated Alchemy Media without a game, without a title, without a logo, without a character, and with a challenge. Make fans of Sonic the Hedgehog excited about his return in the game you're not going to show. We had one week, but we also had Trev- uh, Trevor Gavin, Ryan Berkeley, and Vaden. Less this 30-second teaser got 100,000 views in its first 48 hours, and the mission was a total success. Wow. Wow. Now, now wow. this goes on. A separate post by a specific member of the team wrote this. Quote, This is a teaser I made at Integrated Alchemy Media for the upcoming 2D Sonic game set to release sometime in 2010. We were limited in that we didn't have any game footage for reference or even a game logo we were allowed to use, which made things a bit challenging. In the end, we decided that if we went with showing the hyperspeed Sonic trail doing the classic Sonic movements throughout the level, it would allude to the 2D nature of the upcoming game. We then added a few of the classic sounds and to top it off, add the classic Sega logo audio at the front for the people that would appreciate it. Looking forward to this title when it releases. Do you realize what this kind of means? Oh my god! Because before it's like, oh, what does it mean? Let's analyze everything about it. It's yeah, got the it classic Sega sound. It's got the classic ring noise. It's got, you know, like it's it's the yeah. It's like it means nothing because yeah. it was they made were up. told, hey, just get people excited and we'll deal with the rest, sort of thing. Well, and the, the thing that I think of is the the uh, lo- the Sonic logo at the end. That's all right. like it's shaded like it's, out. Yeah, it's like it's hiding something, right? Yeah, you're like, oh, is that Pikachu's sombrero I- or? You know, what, what is it? And and it means nothing because right. it, it, it's not like Sega said, oh, we're going to use the old logo and right. bring it back so to the new game. So they just put that in themselves. Yeah, they just decided that's really bad. <laughs> that's really bad. That is what I but like to see, call. This is, why, this is why we don't get hyped up about Sonic games because it was nothing even to get hyped about. We're not even to the second ring of the Sonic cycle yet, people. And I it's know. already falling apart. Already falling apart. That's bad. I mean... I guess the only hope is that 
seeing that trailer, Sega's like, wow, people are getting excited for these particular reasons. How about we make the game, you know, revolve around those reasons? But that, my friends, is what I like to call a Black Doom Award. Yeah, I, I got to hand it to you. That's, that's, that's awful. Well, my Black Doom Award is uh, with Microsoft. Okay, so here's my problem. I was I went online on my Xbox to download a game, to buy a game, and it was on sale. It was half off. So I go to buy it. It says, error, there's a problem with this download. So I keep trying, same error. I'm like, okay, let me try through their like web store through my laptop. Hmm. And it gives me the same error. So I'm just like, okay, you know, not a huge deal. But I know it's only on sale for like one day. So I'm going to just email the support team mm-hmm. and tell them, you know, hey, you know, by the time you resolve this, it's not going to be on sale. Is there anything you can do? You know, mm, gotcha. Fairly quick response, like the next day. Hello, Tim. Thank you f- for contacting Microsoft online support for Xbox. I am Jack, and I will be helping you today f- with your concern. Jack from the comic it says, I understand that you are experiencing issues downloading content from the marketplace area. I'm sorry to hear about this problem. This article describes how to troubleshoot issues that may occur when you try to download content from the Xbox Live Marketplace. Hmm. When you try to download, the download does not finish, download speeds are slow, you receive an error message, the wrong content is downloaded. Okay, so they basically copy and pasted right. an FAQ page from their right. website, which, yeah. you know, it's like, that's it's kind of the typical... slightly understandable. That's the typical thing. So I'm like, yeah. so I responded, hey, Jack, that didn't even come close to answering my question. <laughs> Customer support should not just be copy pasting a, a page. Punk. You know that from the FAQs. Try actually addressing the issue I was having, and I'm so I'm like, you know, now now we're on round two. Now they'll actually read the email because obviously I'm not some idiot that doesn't know how to read their website FAQs. Right. So round two. Hello, Tim. Thank you for contacting Microsoft Online Support no, no. Xbox. This is Ashley, and I will be helping you today <laughs> with this issue. I understand that you may be having one of the following uh, problems with your active downloads list. A delay, a download stops, error. Same exact thing oh my with gosh. slightly different worded, you know, entire huge, long, you know, really generic support page, right? Right. So I responded... Wow, again with the generic <laughs> answers, and it's not even the same person handling my issue. Try all caps here. Try responding to the actual question I asked. No, really? The all you never type in all caps, I, what I add. Yeah, so this the frustration like, is there. I'm like, come on, because like, now we're almost yeah. a week later. Because like, that's the only time you should type in caps. When an actual well thought out, you know, email <laughs> didn't get to them, you're like, hey, look at big text, please. You know, like <laughs> this warning, is warning. Yeah, there's more going on here. So so they sent, the next day, they sent another email. I'm like, oh, thank the Lord. So this time it says, hello, Tim, this is Wanderlei, whoever that is, uh, with Microsoft Xbox Support Services. We understand your concern about your issue. That's really very specific there, by the way. We understand your concern <laughs> about your issue. And we are sorry to hear that you are disappointed about the service we have offered. Oh, we appreciate your feedback. Although we can't respond to your suggestion individually, we at Xbox Customer Support apologize for the inconvenience. Oh, no. We consider all of the suggestions and comments sent in by our members, and we maintain an internal database of suggestions that we consult and prioritize. We are committed to improve our service to you, and you can expect to see many improvements in the near future. Here's the best part. Here's the best part. (laughs) Okay. Furthermore, as much as I want to assist you, email support team does not have the proper tools to pull up your information and process your request. <laughs> Thank you for your time and understanding. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Okay, so what I'm getting from this uh, loop here 
email chain is that no matter what, if you have a question and you email them about it, they cannot answer your question. They're incapable. They're incapable. Of they reading don't have English. the tools. They right. they can't. It you know I don't even think Jack and Ashley and Wanderlei exist. Even exist, right? They're it's just a random, a random generated name, name generator <laughs> that gets attached to a, a FAQ But maybe page. they're the same names from like the avatars. <laughs> if you randomly select a name, you know, maybe it's right, actually one right. of those people. It probably, I believe it. Same database. Is it not unbelievable that they even have a, oh, an email support quote unquote team with quote unquote people? Right. That that <laughs> that respond in this way. I mean, this just blew me away. And and here's the thing: is you actually pay for like X, you know, Xbox Gold. Like, good point. There's money going into yep, this area. If this was Sony, I'd be kind of understanding. It's like, yeah, you guys lose like five hundred dollars every time somebody <laughs> buys a PS3. It's fine if this is your the, the 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 support that you get. Right. So so here's the other issue that is tied into all of this. The problem is I'm not a gold member anymore, and mm. a lot of the sales that they do are specifically for gold members. Mm. So, But here's the problem. At any given time, there is only one price at which you can purchase a game. And if you are not eligible to purchase the game at that price, you are not eligible to purchase the game at all. Wow. That's a big problem. Because if you wanted to buy Castle Crashers on December 28th or whatever it was, because you just got your new Xbox and you aren't a gold member yet or whatever, but you want to spend the money, it's impossible for you to buy the game because it's on sale. And you they won't let you pay full price. They just won't let you buy it. And instead of saying, instead of saying, oh, you're not a gold member, to get it at this price, you need to upgrade to gold. It just gives you an error. It gives you a generic error message that there was a network issue with this download. Now, was that answer anywhere in that fact they kept sending you? Absolutely not. It just said you might be, you know, check your internet connection, unplug your yeah. ethernet cable. Yeah, like, get it. That was my favorite customer support thing was, listen, my Dreamcast is not working with the internet too well sort of thing. And like, what you need to buy is a shorter ethernet cable. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? You're losing, you're losing bits and bytes because your ethernet cable is too I'm long. Like, really? Yeah. How long is it? I don't know. Like six feet? Yeah. Got to go shorter. Oh, gotta gosh. Go. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> And at the time, I was too young to really understand, you know? I'm like, maybe, plug. maybe there's something about that I just don't know. But looking back, I'm like, what a freaking idiot. They're just trying to get me out their back. You need to plug your Dreamcast directly into the wall. <laughs> you just need to put a little, a little attachment right little to the stub. back and just jack it in. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate customer support. I really do. But, oh. I mean, they got to be losing money not letting people buy things when they're on sale if they're not part of the club, you know? Yeah. I, and I wanted to tweet about it on my Xbox when it was on, but I'm not a gold member, so I can't use Twitter, you know? <laughs> that's, <laughs> such Twitter, a, that's such, such a, a high-paid service. That's I such mean, a deluxe feature, Tim. <laughs> the other problem is, even if I was a gold member, I couldn't find it in the menu. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, Tim. Oh, you're doing geez. good today. You're bringing the podcast full circle. I'm impressed. I try, this I'm, microphone's I'm, gotten to I'm you. I'm trying, you know. I'm doing you are doing too. good. You're doing better than me, man. Dang. <laughs> oh. So anyhow, there, there it is. Uh, Microsoft, get your act together. <sighs> well, hey, finally, we'd like to wrap up the show with Musical Misfits. Some great video game songs have been unintentionally ignored over time, and maybe even intentionally. And we play one in full after the show's over for those who are still interested. I get to trade off every other week with our listener suggestions, so please enjoy my choice of the information chase from Bit Trip Beat on WeWare. 
pretty cool end credit song. So that will do it for this edition of To Be Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.